All right, you found us not in the mood with Daryl Moody. I am your host. We're going to talk again this week about the battle to reopen schools amid the coronavirus pandemic. There is an active lawsuit right now in the state of Florida uh, filed by the state's largest teachers union against the state of Florida, against the governor's office uh, and against the uh, Department of Education for issuing an order to all school districts across the state to reopen their schools last month, uh, of course, with the threat of withholding state funding for school districts that fail to reopen schools for face-to-face learning. Now, as we've talked about here in Orange County, where we are, uh, our particular school districts has offered parents the option of keeping their kids at home, which we decided to do with our kids for the first nine weeks. Uh, but if I'm being honest, I wanted the kids to go back to school in August. I still want them to go back to school. And actually, uh, Orange County Public Schools has given us uh, a week now to notify our respective elementary school of what we plan to do with our kids at the end of the first nine week mark, uh, which would be October 13th. And unless things change dramatically in the next week or so, uh, my plan is to send my kids back home. But the fight to keep the schools closed continues. And so I wanted to reach out to one of the teachers unions directly to try and give them an opportunity to explain their position because privately amongst my friends, I've got a real hot take when it comes to the teachers unions and their effort to keep schools closed. And I don't think it's hard to make the argument that there are some fighting the districts to reopen schools for political purposes. This is an election year. There is a presidential election coming up in November And I know that there are people in this country who would like to use the coronavirus pandemic and the White House's response as an indictment against Donald Trump. And you can decide how you feel about that however you want. But I just felt for my own purposes as a reporter telling the story about the lawsuit, I really needed to get the perspective of the teachers union. So that's why I reached out to the American Federation of Teachers to which the state chapter is the Florida Education Association. And that is the actual teachers union involved in the lawsuit. So I was able to get to the president of the national union, and that is Randy Weingarten. She's president of the American Federation of Teachers. So like I said, I wanted to just give the teachers union an opportunity to explain their position. And as you listen to my interview with Randy Weingarten over the next uh, 10 minutes or so, you'll find there are a couple times where I can't really get her to give me specifics about exactly what it is that the teachers union wants as a result of this lawsuit. Because what's important to point out is that it's mid-September, the schools have been open, yet this lawsuit is still active on the docket. And the teachers union is still trying to force some schools to close. So I really wanted to get a better explanation for my own understanding of exactly what it is the union hopes to accomplish. And as we listen to my interview with Randy Weingarten, you'll find there were a couple times where I had to question some of the information that she was sharing with me because it just didn't line up with what I already know. So I opened the interview with a simple question, just kind of explain to me what the American Federation of Teachers is and what you guys do. Well, we are a 1.7 million member federation of um, professionals that make a difference every single day in the lives of children and patients. We represent nurses, respiratory therapists, bus drivers, school secretaries, teachers, um, adjunct professors, tenured professors, um, and other public servants and public employees. And so we try to make a difference every single day in the lives of others. 
And I understand uh, you have a chapter here in Florida that is actually involved in a lawsuit against the state. And this is all around uh, reopening the schools. Kind of explain to me the position of the teachers union uh, here in Florida. Well, the position of the teachers union in Florida is the position of our union throughout America and should be the position of every public official in America, which is that in this moment of a pandemic, the first responsibility is to keep people safe and to keep people alive. That's the first responsibility of anyone who has responsibility for others. And what has happened is we went to court in Florida because Governor DeSantis is not doing that. And a judge, you know, who independently saw all of the facts, a lower court judge who was a fact finder, um, actually in a very high bar, because an injunction is a very high bar, basically said that um, we were right and the, um, and the state was wrong and that what we were asking for was not to close all the schools in Florida or, or keep them closed. What we're asking for is to let the districts in Florida actually make decisions about how to do education in the middle of COVID um, without having the state threaten their funds, which is what the state has been doing. And so in, in uh, Volusia County, for example, in Daytona Beach, the, the health department would not give the, the, the Board of Education any guidance on what to do. And yet um, there were independent guidance that the schools should not have been reopened at that moment because of the positivity rate um, in, in um, Daytona Beach. Now what's happening is we're trying to get real disclosure of the positivity rate. This is not information that the governor should be hiding. This is information that everybody needs. In a public health crisis, you need to know if there are positivity cases in your region, in your neighborhood, in your school. And I don't understand why he's hiding something. He can't actually both say that everything is great and then hide the information so that regular Americans can actually make an assessment about whether everything is great. And so um, that's so our union is involved in this, you know, in trying to get the governor to do his job and, and, and tell people what's really going on in the state of Florida and also make sure that districts have the latitude to make the decisions they need to make, which is in the best interest of the kids that we serve, honoring the safety and health of communities. And if I'm not mistaken with respect to that particular case, an appellate judge has already uh, issued a stay on the lower court's ruling. So, of course, this is still to be determined. But let's get yeah. back to what schools exactly. are doing right and now. And, judge, and, we, right. Exactly. The appellate judge, we always thought that the appellate court, that the, what was surprising was that the lower court judge actually said, this is a serious situation. You can't have this stay. And but the state has decided that they wanted to ignore the health and safety of, of people and to, you know, and to and, um, you know, to to um, not disclose the cases. And, and I'm just really I'm very surprised about that and very discouraged about that. But what's happening in schools throughout Florida is that people, you know, there, you know, some schools have done the kind of safety safeguards that are necessary. Other schools have not done the safety safeguards. The um, state is not requiring these kind of things. Broward, Palm Beach, 
uh, Miami-Dade are still um, doing doing um, work remotely because the positivity rates have been so high in those districts. And what you're seeing is you're seeing a smattering of schools that you find out later after a case is disclosed, after a school is closed, after a classroom is closed. So people are finding out after the fact what's going on rather than having the confidence of having a, you know, the safeguards in place and having an early detection system in terms of testing. There's just a lot of anxiety. And that's what I want to talk to you specifically about, what the schools are, because schools are open, you know, regardless of where we are in, in, this, in this legal fight. Uh, the schools are open at this point. Uh, of, the, of the measures being taken on campuses, is there anything that the teachers union would like to see the schools doing in addition to that? Or are the social distancing and the protection measures currently in place enough? And is the, and is the teachers union's issue with the state solely the sharing of information and the disseminating of COVID-19 data? I guess that's what I'm asking you. No, there's, okay. So it's different in different places. So for example, um, in, there are, there are school um, districts that are trying to do the right thing and have um, required math and have required physical distancing and they're trying to do the right thing. They don't have the um, they don't have the resources um, to do the right thing. But there are di- there are schools in the districts that are trying to do it. What's happening is that um, there's lots of places where we we think that there's high positivity rates, and the districts are not doing the right thing, and and there's a gag order about that. And we need to make sure that you that that one of the things that you do. Is you try you have these safeguards to try to um, to try to prevent COVID um, from being spread in the school. That's the mask. That's the ventilation. That's the cleaning. That's the um, that's the social distancing um, and the hand washing. But if you have COVID cases, you need to um, trace and you need to isolate and you need to quarantine. And there are several districts. Um, who are have issued gas orders, so you don't know that, and so that becomes the the way that the reason why there's such anxiety in Florida right now, because you just don't know until after the fact, because that kind of testing on an ongoing basis is not being disclosed um, or it's not being done. So, for example, infection rates in Florida's kids have risen 23 percent since schools started opening. Um, we, we know um, that 23 schools, 22 schools in Orange County have had to close um, for a period of time because there's been COVID cases. Um, I only know, I only know of Olympia High School well. as far as schools in Orange County that have closed. There was also a middle school in Osceola County. And that was a, that's what I was going to say is, you know, in, in the cases here in our districts here in Central Florida, they're kind of doing that. There were six cases in a high school uh, and then through contact tracing, they were able to find out that there was a birthday party where as many as 13 students. Uh, do you think that is the right way to go well, about protecting students? I think that is the right way to go about protecting students, but that's only happened because of our advocacy and because we have, have pushed to, to do that. But the kind of disclosure that you just said on radio is the things that have to happen on an ongoing basis, and that's why we are pushing very hard not to have to juggle because we don't know if there's rules or not. You know, parents and teachers 
have the right to know if there's more, um, you know, of the cases. But, yes, that is what's supposed to happen. Um, and so you have to have the ongoing, the, the information has to be out there for parents and teachers and communities to be able to assess. So, Randy, my last question to you is, and I, and, I, and, I, and I hesitate to ask this because it's kind of an oversimplified question, but, you know, what is the desired result of the teachers union at this point? How do we, you know, what's the best way to move forward, I guess? The desired result is to make sure that people are safe, first and foremost. That means that safeguards have to be in place. That means districts have to be able to make decisions freely and fairly without the threat of money being taken away. And that means if we see a spike again, that, you know, we need to actually respond to that to make sure that, 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 that a spike does not become a surge again in Florida. So we want to be in school. This was never a case that said we didn't want to be in school. We want to be in school. We know in school learning is the best, but it has to be safe. And that part of making sure it's safe is to actually give people the information that they need to assess it, including the positivity rates. So that was my conversation with Randy Weingarten, president of the American Federation of Teachers. She's kind of explaining the teachers union position with respect to the lawsuit filed here in Florida. Not sure if that answered all the questions that I uh, posed to her, but there's only so much you can do in a phone interview. So I hope you liked it. I would love to hear your thoughts on this conversation or really the show by and large. You can shoot me an email anytime, daryl.moody at cmg.com. This has been Not In The Mood with Daryl Moody. We will talk to you next week.